Mary Maria Sprout. 15 seconds to curtains, you three. Oh. Oh. No one's here. Well, I guess I'll just be going then. Jim Henson June, everybody, and welcome to the Muppet Fans Talking Podcast. I'm Mary. I'm Maria. And I'm Sprout. Happy welcome. Pride, guys. Happy Pride. Welcome and happy Pride Month, everybody. We're very gay. Woo! I very gay. and I say hi. I'm, I'm lesbian and I don't have a rhyme. <laughs> um, um, I'm ace and this is the place to be. What? Woo! Nice. Ha! Ha! I'm gonna, I'm gonna think of a rhyme by the end of this podcast. Rhyming dictionary is always an option. Okay, hold on. I mean, I'm just gonna I... look it up now. What rhymes with lesbian? Um, plebeian. <laughs> thespian? <laughs> hey, I am a les- I'm a lesbian, and I'm also a thespian. You are. Go. You are. That's true. That that a lot better than what I just said. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, bro. <laughs> I mean, to be fair. <laughs> To be fair, Bi has a lot of rhymes. We are very, mm-hmm. we, are ve- we are very privileged in that aspect of things. Yes. I was going to say non-binary or agender, and my brain just went, nope. Nope. Too many nope. syllables and <laughs> rhymes. Nope. G- goodbye rhymes. Goodbye head. Goodbye brain. I'm, yeah. yeah, none of that. Ace is easy. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Uh, so for some uh, top of the so for some uh, top of the show Henson slash Muppet related news, first we have the other first we have uh, a tweet from the Kermitment podcast on Twitter, who tweeted mm. a uh, segment of their podcast where they talked about all the other Muppet fan podcasts on the Muppet Wiki, including uh, themselves, the Muppet History podcast, the Muppet Up podcast, the Muppet Sational podcast, the Muppet Turgy podcast, and us. Which then lead it to all the Muppet fan podcasts deciding we are going to war with each other. So, we are open to going to war with any of the other podcasts. But we're specifically going to war with the um, Muppet Up podcast. So, um, Muppet Up podcast, this is our declaration for you. We, Mary, Maria, mm-hmm. and Sprout are declaring war on Isaac and Jack of the Muppet Up podcast. Jim Henson fostered an environment that encouraged collaboration to create the best and most creative project possible. We are not Jim Henson. There are multiple Muppet fan podcasts, and there can only be one. And to quote the classical band in sync, that's going to be May. Let the war wage on. Muppet Fans Talking is a common Muppet podcast, no way endorsing a war with any other Muppet fan podcast. This has been a joke to heighten comedy and not only cross-promote other fan podcasts, but our own as well. Again, this is a joke, and we are not endorsing violence on our fellow podcasters. War and Muppet War side effects include rashes, changing of the skin to fur and felt, missing or invisible legs, PTSD, ping-pong ball eyes, and death. If you're experiencing any of these side effects during war or Muppet War, please speak with your healthcare provider. Thank you for listening. We will update you on the fictional Muppet fan podcasting war soon. And other Muppet news, we yeah. have... We have another version of Rainbow Connection being released this August on Barbara Streisand's new album. Her team found this long-lost recording of her and Jim Henson as Kermit the Frog singing Rainbow Connection in 1979, around when the song was first released. And it's going to be released this August, and I, for one, am so excited to get any more Jim Henson Kermit content. I love Steve's Kermit, I love Matt's Kermit, but Jim's Kermit will always have a very special place in my heart. 
So I will, like, eat up as much content from his carpet as possible. Even though all Muppet fans are kind of sick of hearing Rainbow Connection over and over again, this has a special... (laughs) Speak for yourself. Yes. Okay. The the larger guys, Muppet, fan, the Muppet fans at large. How about um mostly every time I go on Tough Pigs? How about that? <laughs> Everyone's just uh I think it's just because of how many times Matt has had to sing it, and that's not Matt's no, fault. It, it's not his fault. He doesn't have control over that. Also, Steve sang no. it quite a bit too. Yeah, so did which Steve. Again, so. Which again, that was out of Steve's control as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a new gym thing. We're technically a new gym thing so i'm very excited to hear it also barbara streisand has an absolutely gorgeous voice so yes she is gonna elevate that i love her i love her so much i love barbara streisand i could do a barbara streisand podcast i'm not going to but i I don't have that much information to argue with you about barbara streisand for that podcast so (laughs) no no that podcast wouldn't work because mary and i could not argue (laughs) <laughs> like she isn't Barbara Streisand amazing. You're so right. You're so right. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay. Uh any other Henson Muppet news from this week? Um, none that I saw. It's Pri- it's Jim Henson June. Also, uh auditions for the uh, Jim Henson workshop uh supposedly happened this week. I have not received any email about my rejection at all, which is disappointing to me because I wanted that mm-hmm. rejection so badly. Mm-hmm. I wanted a rejection letter to print out and put on my wall. Yeah. And I mean, me you hear about very- all the other performers getting rejection letters and printing them out. Like Peter Lynn still has like his two rejection letters, one from Henson uh, and one from Sesame Street. And like, I want that. I want, I want that. that. Come uh, on. Why is not fair? So. Yeah, it's, I haven't heard of anybody who has gotten any sort of response, so, but that's just on my end. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you guys, be patient. Uh, there, It is possible that the company received uh, more applications than they were originally anticipating, and it's taking a lot more time to go through. Also, I've said this before, most applications, especially digital ones, are a numbers game, Sometimes the sometimes the numbers are in your favor. Sometimes they're not. It's nothing that you have control over specifically. Sometimes that's how the cookie crumbles, and there's nothing you can do about it. It doesn't say anything about you as performer or the company as a whole. It's just what it is. Yeah, definitely. I just want that letter for my wall. That's all I want. <laughs> you didn't even want to get in. No, I just want that letter. I I already knew when they were looking at that video of a just foam head, terribly puppeteered in a camera, that it was going to be a no. Mm-hmm. I just wanted that no to show it off to people. Mm-hmm. That's all I want. That's all I want, guys. That's going to be fun. That's so bad. going to be fun. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, I don't have any other Muppet, uh, Muppet news at the moment. Do any of you guys? I do not. All right. So should we get into our main, main, which should we talk about what we're doing for, um, for pride for uh, Jim Henson June this month? Yes. So so for Jim Henson June this month, each episode, so the next, this episode and the other three episodes are are going to all be about uh, pride and and, uh, different things relating to that to uh, Muppets uh, as a whole, not just Muppet show Muppets, but you know, Fraggle Rock and, and Sesame Street and what have you. 
understand. Yeah. I, and just something fun. And our first, and if you already couldn't tell from our first title, to from the title of the video, our topic today is about Bert and Ernie. And Sprout, you want us to get us started? I'm so excited for today's episode. I just want to say that on the top. Yeah. Awesome. I love these guys. They're so great. Yes. They're fantastic. Uh, so yeah, let's just dive right into it then. Um, awesome. so let's start out with the let's start out with the very beginning, like making the characters. Mm-hmm. So they were originally designed by Jim Henson, um, and the sketches. If you guys have ever seen them, they're so just wacky and weird. Uh-huh. I love them to death. Jim, but um, Don Celine. Sorry, J- Jim's like go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, scribbled designs of characters are just so, so good. good and out there. I love them. It's they're yeah. they are so stylized, and I love them to death. And mm-hmm. I think Don Don Sleed, who I feel like doesn't get enough credit, he always he put yes. that. He always brought them to life, where you could still tell, like, okay, this is something Jim did. Yeah, and he just yeah. perfectly. It, it felt like like a copy paste to like a different form. It was brilliant. Yeah, just like a copy. Copy paste into real life somehow. Yeah, I mean, I that's the best way I can describe it. Yeah. And um, seeing especially what he did with Bert and Ernie, because those scribbles for Bert and Ernie were a mess. And to make, like, puppets that look like said mess. Uh-huh. So good. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they were made, and originally for performing, Bert was going to be played by Jim... Ernie was going to play, be played by Frank. Mm-hmm. But after one day of rehearsal, they were like, no, this isn't working. So they ended up switching. No. Uh, no. And according to John Stone, the head writer of the show, they reflected the real-life friendship between Jim and Frank, which mm-hmm. is super cute. I have yeah. two lovely quotes. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, you can tell because... Jim would be like, hey, you want to go up, you want to go puppeteer some puppets upside down in this airplane? And Frank would be like, no, that doesn't sound no. very amusing to me right now. No, so, you know, anyway. perfect parallels, perfect yeah. parallels. Mm-hmm. And I have two lovely quotes, one from Jim and one from Frank talking about puppeteering them. Jim says, I remember trying Bert and Frank trying Ernie for a while, and then we settled on the present arrangement. I can't imagine doing Bert now because Bert has become so much of a part of Frank. In the beginning, Frank didn't like Bert. He felt Bert was too dull. But then after a while, he realized that Bert's dullness was really a lot of fun, and he got into this dullness thing and turned it into this wonderful personality. And Frank had to say, Bert is a very boring facet of myself. I don't think I'd latch on to that one character as being me and if those two quotes don't describe them perfectly with those characters you're like oh my god it's so funny it is just jim going on and on about how like i frank's great and this is and i love this character and then frank going be like no this is bad and boring it's such (laughs) such a clear parallel to ernie and bird I love that. It's so in character. Yeah. Jim's just like my good old buddy um, Frank, and Frank is just like, who? <laughs> so, who are you? I'm sorry, wrong number. Who is this? Frank, Frank, Ray, Carrie Voice. I don't know her. I don't know her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. 
We love Frank. We, we talked about that. Yeah, that was last We had a whole episode. episode about how much we love Frank. Yeah. This, this ribbing is because we love him. Of course. Yeah. Everyone that worked on the show said that them in the studio was always like a magical day. And I, can, yeah. I can't even begin to imagine. I believe it. <laughs> um, but outside of Sesame Street, they also had a lot of appearances on other shows. Mm-hmm. Um, well, first, they were the only Sesame Street Muppets to appear in the pilot episode for Sesame Street, mm-hmm. which I think is pretty cool. They were there from the very beginning. Um, they ended up bringing the show onto the Muppet show. They were on there mm-hmm. for two different episodes, um, where even Bert had his own number. <laughs> I that's I love, I, that that's, one I love some enchanted evening so uh with, with Bert. Mm-hmm. So, so good. So good. So good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um they were also in the finale for the Muppet movie and they were in the wedding scene for Muppets Take Manhattan where Ernie even gets his own line. He Pretty does. exciting. Yeah. Love I that love that story. movie. Mm-hmm. It's so good. So many good cameos oh, in that movie. This is off topic, but have you seen that like GIF of the wedding video where the per where the video yes. photographer edited yes. the moment sacred yes. <laughs> I want that edited into my I want that edited into my wedding video. I think it's hilarious. Yes. Hey, it's so okay, funny. To, okay, to try to explain it, um, some like a wedding a wedding videographer edited in whenever all the Muppets turn around and look at Piggy during the wedding scene into an actual wedding video when like an actual bride was walking down the aisle and it's very funny. Uh, so oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, man. <laughs> yes. And then back in the world of Sesame Street, they're actually only in two different foreign versions of the show. Mm-hmm. They are in um, Zizemstrasum in Germany and mm-hmm. uh, Sesamstrat, which I know I'm mispronouncing both of those. Sesamstrat is in um, uh, Holland. Yeah. But it's so cool that they are actually in some of the foreign ones because I know there's a lot of foreign Sesame Streets that don't have any of the original characters. Yeah, and they have them that are, like, cousins or uh, not related at all. Mm-hmm. Like, Big Bird just has so many yeah. cousins. <laughs> he has so many cousins. And it's ridiculous. No aunt and uncle, question mark? I think I, I was in uh, Amsterdam a few years ago, and I think I remember seeing a few Bert and Ernie things while I was there. In the uh, nice. Tulip Market. I love that. I love that a lot. It's really cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, do we um, want to throughout the, uh, Sesame Strat, or, or should we save that for later? What? Oh, the, uh, I, I feel like I know what you're talking about, and I feel like that's later on in the timeline, and we can get there when okay. we get there. I we'll mean, Sprout's in charge, we'll Sprout's in charge, but. We'll get there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, for the American series, Bert and Ernie had quite a few, well, specifically Ernie, had quite a few different Muppeteers. Yeah. Bert has a very short timeline. He was played by Frank Oz until 2006, and then Jacob er, Eric Jacobson took over. And he he had been playing since '97 as like extra on hand in case Frank wasn't there, and he still plays him today. Mm-hmm. And um, Eric's also known for playing Miss Piggy, Fozzie Bear, Animals, Sam, Bert, yeah. Grover, lots of characters. Yeah. And um, as for Ernie. <laughs> 
Uh, Ernie. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so many. Ernie has been played by Jim Henson, Steve Whitmire, Billy Barkhurst, Peter Linz, who's the current, and a handful of times by John Tartaglia. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Steve took over in 93 and technically mm-hmm. did it until 2014, but also technically he wasn't work. He, he stopped in 2008, but Sesame Street Workshop still had him in the credits from 2014. So Billy Barkhurst was performing Ernie in 2008 uh, until he stopped in 2017. But because of the credits, technically Steve stopped in 2014 and Bill started in 2014, but that's not the truth. I know the truth and that's not it. I feel so bad for him. I really feel bad for him. Yeah. Um, Wait, did you say Steve started in 93? Yes, he started in 1993. So... Who did Ernie from after Jim died before? Nobody. Oh, okay. I think they just replayed old clips yeah. if they ever had they, that screen. They replayed clips and they had him like in the background of some things, but he didn't talk. Mm-hmm. Um, but there weren't any new clips until 93. Okay. And um, John Tartaglia, he, he did it a few times in 2003. And um, it, I know this specifically because uh, Play With Me Sesame was on in reruns back when I was in high school. And yep. uh, I caught a few before um, whenever I'd have to get on the bus just to, like, feel some happiness in my life because that was me not fun. Yeah. <laughs> Same. <laughs> um, but John's, John's version uh, was, like, obviously trying to keep consistent with Steve's. So it wasn't mm-hmm. like John was, like, trying to do an impression of Jim's. He was doing an impressions of Steve's. And I know John can do, like, a billion voices so I wonder if he ever got to do uh, Ernie you know without trying to keep consistent if he could do a, a version of, of Jim's or not yeah. so I don't know either he does but a really great gobo he does he is really good yeah his yeah. gobo is really good I'm really impressed with his gobo and, and I just want to take a moment to talk about how much I love Peter Linz same I was just about okay. I was about to I, say that well, guys Linz. Guys, let's take a moment. This is not Peter Lynn's appreciation no. hour, friendly reminder. But with it's that not. said, Peter Lynn's is the best. Can we just, he's, just, so, he's so good. Not, not only is he a fantastic performer and also a, just a brilliant singer, but he also is a Muppet fan, which is just so yes. nice. I yeah, he's it. a fantastic. huge Muppet fan. Oh my gosh. I, yeah. He's one of those people who you admire because they are so excited about what they do for a living. Mm-hmm. And you admire them for mm-hmm. it. He is I living also want to say, dream. John Tartaglia is the same. And I yeah that for him I'd as well. I'd even say... Because we were talking about him. I'd even say that like Matt Vogel or the Beretta Brothers are the same way because they're huge oh, yeah. fans of what they do. And it's very... Yeah. And that's very apparent by them having podcasts about what they do. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I don't know if, if you guys have listened to it, but um, Peter's version of uh, I Don't Want to Live on the Moon sounds exactly like Jim. It does. I have it not heard it. Mind. It is so good. It literally, the first time I heard it, I was like, is he just lip syncing to Jim? But then that's I was like, what no, I that's, thought too. That's, that's Peter. That's just he Peter. He did such singing. a good job. He's so good. He's yeah. fantastic. So He's fantastic. <laughs> Because not only is he like a, is he like a fantastic like puppeteer in the technical sense, he's also good mm-hmm. at nailing the voices. 
which I feel like a lot of people forget the first part of it and just go straight to the yeah. but voice. So yeah. good at the first part of it. Um, there was an interview he was talking about where uh, he was talking about Ernie and, and how he's used to doing overreactions, especially like with Walter, where you like have to keep them moving to keep them alive. But the thing with uh, Ernie is, is that uh, he doesn't move as much uh, because yeah. at, at the time, the, the type of recording they did would just make him look really blurry. So uh, there's just scenes upon scenes of Ernie just like staring at Bert. Uh, of just like just yes, looking just at longingly him. staring longingly Longing gazes <laughs> gazes yes um so it's just in uh, like all the interviews where he talks about ernie and you can just tell he just cares so much <laughs> i love that yeah. i love that um Fantastic. i feel like this is a good time to bring up do you guys have any favorite bits of bert and ernie Ooh, uh, that is tough for me. That is tough. <laughs> I, <laughs> um, I love "Dance Myself to Sleep." It's a great song. That is one of my favorites. Yes, um, I, I like, but I like you. That's a song that's been stuck in my head all week in pre- preparation for this episode. Ugh, same. Um, the 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 Christmas. A uh, special thing they did oh, where I love that one. Yes. That, that has to be where, my favorite. Was... So cute. That um, has to be my favorite. The gift of the magic. That was so cute. Uh, to for the people who don't know, there there is a little uh, special. Uh, Bert and Ernie both want to get uh, each other very specific things that that uh, pertain to them, <laughs> and to do that, and they don't have money, so they trade. Um, Bert trades his paper clip collection and Ernie trades rubber ducky to, to get, um, I think it's a, a dish for rubber ducky. That's what Bert gets to Ernie. And then um, Ernie gets a, a cigar box for Bert's yes, paper clip collection. For, yes. Which uh, just, when I first saw that, I'm like, Oh, they said cigar on children on a children's show. And then I remember, Oh yeah, this is like the seventies or the eighties. Of course they did. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was definitely the seventies. Um, and then when, when they both realize what, what each other's done, Mr. Hooper comes in and gives them back their, their presents. And it's like, <laughs> oh, it's such a good thing. Um, I love it. it's so cute. Um, also, I don't know if either of you are going to mention it, but the more recent, when you wish upon a pickle. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> It's very, no, I feel like I have to warn people. I have not, like, watched Sesame Street in a very long time before this episode we're recording right now. Mm -hmm. So, so Sprout said you should watch uh, Once Upon a Pickle before we record just so you're, like, you know, ready to go and all caught up. Sprout also sent me a lot of really other, like, other links, other stuff so I could watch and prepare myself. I sent too many links. You, you know, you No, it, it was perfect. Another it was Bert, amazing. Thank which you another, that. another Bert and Ernie one I liked is when they're in the movie theater and the Jerry Nelson character with all the hat, with the fantastic hat walks in. It, I like that one, but uh, Once Upon a Pickle, I watched it, and I'm just like, wow, Sesame Street got a lot gayer since I watched it, and then I also thought, wow... <laughs> I also got a lot gayer since Sesame Street saw me. Yeah. So, you know, it kind of evened out, I guess. It, it evened oh, out. Works. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, one when you, when that you, I would... Go ahead. I'm sorry. 
No, no, it's fine. I just want to say when you wish uh, upon a pickle, every, all the, the, you know, all the residents of Sesame Street are all wishing for things specifically about themselves, but Ernie specifically wishes uh, something for Bert, and it's so nice. So cute. Yeah. I love it. So cute. Okay, you go. Um, I just, to bring up one of my favorite shorts is <laughs> one where Ernie is thirsty nonstop and keeps making Bert get up to go and get water. Yeah. I, I want to bring this up solely because this has been an inside joke with one of my friends for like three years now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a funny short. Mm-hmm. And I highly recommend it's, it for anyone who has It's really cute. Oh, um, another one that just popped into my head. Uh, here, fishy, 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 fishy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right into the boat. Yeah, right in the boat. Do it again. Do it again. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god mm-hmm. um do you guys have any other clips you to throw into the ring or are we ready to get to the big question i already talked about the movie theater one which is like less than like a minute in bert asked if he, <laughs> no ernie asked if he can sit on bert's lap and i'm like what is this <laughs> this is <laughs> i'm making this up there's a short, there's a short where ernie's eating cookies in bed and Bert's like, you shouldn't do that. You're, it's gonna be gross. So Ernie's like, fine, I'm gonna come eat cookies in your bed. In your bed. And, and Bert's like, no, what are you doing? And he's like, fine, I'll just sit here with you then. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, just kidding. It's just one of my good jokes, Bert. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's a good, bet. It's a good joke. Bet. <laughs> oh. Oh my god. Okay, well let's let's get into the big question. Yeah, on that on that note. Are they gay? Yes. <laughs> They're well, that's gay. one yes. That's one yeah. yes. That's one yes. For me, yes. And and I yep. do want to talk about uh uh more about it later. Yes. Uh, of like my opinion specifically. Same. Route your opinion. Oh, it's three yeses across the board. Woo! This is a very biased, <laughs> biased vote. I totally, I understand people not thinking they're gay, but if you Dang. don't think they're gay, why are you, I, I don't know, under, understand why you're listening oh, to no. this. I'm, I'm yeah. going to dive into this. Don't worry. We're going to talk yeah. about this. This is a very gay podcast, and very. we're very biased and gay. Wow! Wow! All right, so to get into the nitty-gritty, um, we'll start with Sesame Street and their response to the allegations of Bert and Ernie being a couple. So, oh, boy. This mm. has been going on since the 90s that they've been publicly speaking about it. I do not wish to get into their early statements because they are, quite frankly, rather gross. Yeah. Um, um, I, I mean, the speculation of Bert and Ernie being a couple has been there since the beginning. It's forever. just there. Yeah. yeah, forever. It's just Sesame Street uh, responding to it ha- didn't start until the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so needless to say, they denied it many, many times. Um, mm-hmm. they, they even tried to have Bert interact with female characters to try to sway it, but it always came off as 
weird. It was always lavender marriage material when it came to Bert. Yeah. Like with Ernie, I could see, I could see him be like bisexual, but Bert is gay. That's a gay man. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, the- <laughs> Um, my favorite is the fact that <laughs> Bert has a song on one of the old records called I Want to Hold Your Ear that he's singing about a girl. And that's just the funniest shit to me. <laughs> I want to hold your ear. I want to hold your ear. I'm going to give that a listen um, before the, before the, uh, it's, a, before? it's a Beatles parody. It's something. Yeah. Well, obviously. Yeah. I'm going to give that a listen later. Yeah. Um, in 2013, during the um, coverage of the Supreme Court voting on the Marriage Act, mm-hmm. they actually used their cover, um, cover art of Bert and Ernie watching the news on TV, mm-hmm. which sparked more <laughs> into Sesame that... Street. It got, it got to the point, Sesame Street, they were talking about um, litigation against the New Yorker because of the art they used. It was really, yeah. really bad. <laughs> Yeah, it was, yeah. The art's really cute, though. I highly recommend looking it up if you haven't seen it. It's by Jack Hunter. Yeah. I thought it was really great work. It's very nice. It is. And then it blew up even more back in 2018 when one of the, uh, not original, he worked from the show for 15 years, but it wasn't, like, during Jim and Frank. Um, His name was Mark Saltzman, and he came out saying that he wrote Burdener based on his relationship with his partner um, Arnold Glassman who I believe also worked on the show mm-hmm. and he was everyone, an took that, everyone took that as Burdener and you're gay mm-hmm. oh god <laughs> and Sesame Street was very very quick to shut that down mm-hmm. stating as we have always said Bert and Ernie are best friends They were created to teach preschoolers that people can be good friends with those who are very different from themselves. Even though they are identified as male characters and possess many human traits and characteristics, as most Sesame Street Muppets do, they remain puppets and do not have a sexual orientation. Which, I, okay. You have a a straight couple of monsters with a child in the same show. Yeah, you you have, the Count has the Countess. Yeah. Oscar the Grouch has Grungetta, yeah. and yeah. those characters are fine because they're straight, but yeah. you, you can't have Bert and Ernie, which they state they're, they're good friends. They work together, even though they are very different from each other, so why can't that... That's a, just a couple. That's just a couple. That's what a couple is. Exactly. <laughs> also, if you don't think that couples can be best friends, that's a very unhealthy way to look at couples. Couples and partnerships, you you need to be best friends. If you're not, Mm -hmm. then why are you dating or married if you're not with each other like that? It's not going to work. (laughs) This is the part of the podcast where uh, Mary Marie and Sprout start marriage counseling for all of the straights. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You know, you should actually love your significant other. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> actually enjoy spending time with them oh my gosh enjoy what? spending time talk to them what what are these what concepts i've never heard of it i've never heard of these concepts before <laughs> gross um um i also have 
Frank Oz who waited on the situation. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> he he was originally quoted saying, "They're not, of course, a gay couple, but." Why is that a question? Does it really matter? Why the need to define people as only gay? There's much more to a human being than just straightness or gayness. Which he's, he later rebuttaled. But just that is I, I, not I do the have whole to say, point. <laughs> I understand. Yeah, that's, that's, I understand his point. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. you shouldn't define uh, yourself or, or characters or anything just as this is a gay, but also that's mm-hmm. not the point of this conversation. No, and I think it's, it's very it's important because there. I feel like it's really important because right now, I, I think especially in media, we do have a lot more LGBTQ plus characters. The mm-hmm. issue is a lot of them aren't very three-dimensional yet. Yeah. Yeah. They're not three-dimensional and also there are a few with you know cartoons and stuff but uh not with you know kids to see like oh that's like my parents or oh that's like my big brother or that's like me you know yeah I I think the closest for kids probably like Steven Universe and some of the newer network shows it's been more normalized but outside of that yeah I'd also maybe I'd also like to throw in the Owl House on Disney Channel because yeah. they have a canon bisexual character and a canon lesbian character. That is true. Yeah. They don't say the words um, bisexual and lesbian, they but they don't. are two lady characters who dance together. Yeah, and um, that was that. earlier last year, I think, when that came out, or was it later I last say, year? I want to say it was October 2020, but I could be wrong. I can't remember, um, but but also like with with Steven Universe, it, whenever um, Ruby and, and Sapphire got married, literally uh, Cartoon Network was like, okay, well, you're gonna have this wedding, but then you're you're gonna have like six, maybe seven more episodes, and that's it. And that's why Steven Universe got canceled was because of of the the wedding episode, and that's why they had to rush everything for that too. Yeah, it wasn't just like a oh, I guess you can. She had to fight tooth and nail to get yeah. that on TV. Yeah. Uh, um, so there's still a long way to go, even though yeah. if we do have some representation. So I do understand I where do. Frank was coming from in that a- from in that aspect, where it's like, okay, people can be more than just their sexuality, but at the same time, Bert and Ernie are these very three-dimensional characters. They've been yeah. around mm-hmm. since 69. Yeah. They... Yeah. And there are people like, I rel- a lot of LGBTQ plus people look at them, they're like, yeah. I really that's that's me and my partner that's me and my boyfriend that's me and my girlfriend they see that um I know the other thing that weirded Frank out with it which I get but still like what he's like that's him and Jim yeah Yeah. Ernie and Bird are him and Jim so it was kind of like a are you saying we dated that's really weird yeah (laughs) that wasn't the case and it and Um, it and I can see from his perspective how it's he, him saying, oh, these characters based off and written by, created by two straight dudes are gay, mm-hmm. can seem very disingenuous to yeah. the community. And I think he well, recognized that. He, he tweeted something like that. He, he yeah, said, at last, uh, oh, I do too. Oh. Um, a, a last thought, if Jim and I had created Bert and Ernie as gay characters, they would be inauthentic coming from two straight men. However, I have now learned that many view them as a, a representative of a loving gay relationship, and that's pretty wonderful. Thanks for helping me understand, um, which it's good that you addressed that. And 
also there's been tons and tons of, of gay characters portrayed by straight people and written by straight people. Um, but since it's so personal to him, I completely understand where he was coming from in that original tweet. Yeah. Also, I think it says how good Frank is because again, he's not perfect. That yeah, he, no, he is. Listen to all of the feedback and the feedback he was getting from his original response. And he yeah. learned from it. Was, well, he didn't exactly change his stance to be like, yeah, you guys were right. Bert and Ernie are totally gay. He's like, yeah. I see where you're coming from. And I see that it's, you know, what y'all are doing is okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I do have a, the most recent comment from Sesame Street Workshop, mm-hmm. which was in the 50 Years of Sunny Days special that just aired. On uh, on ABC. On ABC. Yeah. This is from Sherry Weston, the current president of Sesame Workshop. Someone who used to write for Bert and Ernie, who was gay himself, said, I always wrote for them as if they were gay. It was sort of an aha moment. Like, finally, we know the truth. Bert and Ernie are gay. And I regret how Sesame handled it at the time. Um even though they are identified as male characters and possess many human traits and characteristics, they remain puppets and do not have a sexual orientation. And I think by saying that it almost sounded like it would be something wrong with if it, if they were gay. So if you relate these characters as gay, that's fine. That's what makes Sesame so special. If you relate to them as not, that's fine. But that denial, if you will, I think was a mistake. I, I, I like what she said, and I also agree with that. If you see them as gay, then they're gay. If you don't, then they're not. I think that's a very yeah. smart take to have yeah. on it, because then everybody wins. Yeah, and so mm-hmm. there's not, you know, infighting. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. we don't, it's not like the fans are asking for a lot. It's not like we're asking for a Burton and Ernie wedding episode. No. Yeah. It's we just want them it, to be happy together. Exactly. Yeah, and they obviously are. If even though you know, even though Bert gets annoyed sometimes, they're still very happy, and they're great characters. They exactly. Yeah. They are. Um, and I, I think that really just kind of resonates to a lot of how the um, the LGBTQ plus movement has changed from even the nineties. Yeah. How it's changed <laughs> since sixty nine to. <clears throat> I think that really says a lot. Yeah. I, I mean, I yeah. I don't want to talk about what they did in the 90s, but the. Oh, we are going to. We don't have to talk no, about it. No. We do I mean, not have to. Hey, guys, the 90s were don't ask, don't tell, and we're not going to say what they said. We're it not doing gross. that. We're yeah. not doing that. The growth between then and now yeah, is the, huge. The, the growth in, you know, 25. 30 years it is yeah that's pretty great yeah. that's what I wanted to focus on was the growth not the yeah, re- yeah. not looking back yeah, no, in pain but um, looking yeah, don't look back don't but looking forward and hope um I want to look back in two ways not in bad stuff well kind of bad but okay so uh from the 1930s until 1969 <laughs> Um, there was this thing called the Hayes Code. And for the people who don't know, the Hayes Code was written by William Hayes. And it was uh, basically a list of rules that couldn't be, uh, of stuff that couldn't be shown on TV and movies. Uh, And some of them were really weird things, like you can't show a a toilet flushing 
uh, and then, but then there was the really bad things of like, you can't show an interracial couple or you, you, the only way you can show homosexuality is if it's negative. Um, so that's where queer, uh, queer baiting and queer coding comes from, is from the Hayes Code. Uh, and that's why we have so many villains that are, you know, have more queer stereotyped. Um, but another thing that came out of the Hayes Code was that couples, married couples, couldn't sleep in the same bed together. So that's why in I Love Lucy and the Flintstones and, and different shows of that time, they have two characters who are married but are sleeping in separate beds. And we had, you know, decades and decades of just sort of ramming it into our heads that, oh, couples uh, on television sleep in separate beds. And so inadvertently by trying to ban homosexuality as a whole inadvertently made Bert and Ernie gay because they are sleeping in the same room, but in separate beds. <laughs> <laughs> so. It's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, the Hayes, I know so much about the Hayes Code. Um, and like, you couldn't say you were pregnant. That's why on I Love Lucy, Lucy was like, oh, I, I'm expecting instead of saying pregnant. Uh, the, the only reason, there were tons of movies that got, um, like, either they weren't shown ever again, or they got cut uh, to take out swear words, and the only sh uh, movie that got to subvert that was Casablanca, where, you know, um, frankly, dear, I don't give a damn, because yeah. um, that was, like, such an iconic That was actually that uh, Gone with the Wind, was frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. It was? Yeah, that was Gone with the I, Wind. I thought... There were two similar things with that where, uh, hold on, I'm going to look it up. No, I've, okay. I've, I've seen Casablanca and I've seen the ending of Gone with the Wind. It's Gone with the Wind. It's frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Said by Clark okay. Gable. It is. Then what is the thing in Casablanca that I'm thinking of? I don't know. I haven't seen either. So. I don't remember the swear word and I don't remember the swear word in Casablanca. I remember it was also a damn because, um, uh, Casablanca and um, Gone with the Wind both were uh, subverted with that because there was damn in it and you, there was tons of stuff you couldn't say uh, with different swear words. Um, so the Hays Code did a bunch of really bad shitty things but also <laughs> inadvertently it, it uh, gave us subtext to Bert and Ernie even though we already had boatloads of subtext as there is but yeah. even more subtext. Yeah. Now um I'd like to go on my own tangent for a second here. Go ahead. Go for it. Let's There's go. a lot of weird things assumed about Bert and Ernie, such as their children. No. The They're lie. not. No. They're not children. Children aren't allowed to rent apartments alone. They yeah. They can drive a car. And they can drive a plane, and they own an apartment. Don't get, don't even get me started on the German show. Diesemstrasm, they own a house together. They own a house so together. Like, they own that's, a house. They that's are really not gay. children. They are not this, children. Oh my God. Just owning a house with my best bro, no homo. Just owning a house with my... The German one. Just owning a house with my fellow nine-year-old bestie. <laughs> Like <laughs> they're they're ob they're not children. No, they're not, adults. They're not children. They're adults. They're Second of all, some people think they're brothers. When 
have they ever said that someone put a quote that apparently jim henson said that doesn't exist it doesn't exist it's not it doesn't exist it's so easy to make up it's so easy to make up fake jim henson quotes just look up like (laughs) anything on any meditation app ever copy paste that onto a photo of jim henson and just attribute it to him yeah um also bert canonically has a brother yeah and he says yeah that's my brother bart he doesn't say this is my brother ernie no they're not brothers no no and then ernie has a sibling because he has uh oh wait no that's cousin isn't ernestine isn't that his cousin yeah Yeah. so i I forget what she is but she's related to ernie yeah Yeah. she's she's a cousin so that would so that means he has like an aunt or an uncle yeah or, or something yeah they're definitely not siblings. They're they not children. No. Um. Should we talk about Ziesenstrasen? Because yeah, let's go over it. Over. Let's go over they, it. Yeah. Um, they had a so Ziesenstrasen is able to make their own clips and content specifically for the German show. And one of the things that they did was they used Bert and Ernie to recreate different fairy tales. In which they kiss each other quite a few times. Yeah. And then there's a there's a behind the scenes for the 40th anniversary where they literally kiss each other. And it's no not as any characters. There's no context. No. Like with the fairy tales, it was like um uh were they doing like Sleeping Beauty or something? Or, or yeah. they did Sleeping like, Beauty, they did one about like a Princess and the Frog. Princess. Yeah, Pr- Princess and the Frog is what it was. Yeah. Um, um so, so the, the, those were the kisses remember. of that. There's a third one where they kiss, and I don't remember what the story was because I haven't watched that one yet. It's it's all just fairy tales, um, but is. there there is just the the video of just those puppets just kissing with no it's contacts, and we don't know what's happening. Those German puppeteers knew what they were doing. Let's be the real. The German we we have to send some love over to the German puppeteers. Thank you for your service. You Shout are out allies. to my favorite Germans. <laughs> Shout out to my favorite Germans. <laughs> I've been to Germany. It's awesome. Yeah. No, I just love that those are your favorite Germans. <laughs> They're like my second and third favorite German. My first favorite German, you will never know. Oh, got it. Got it. <laughs> it's so threatening. It does sound very threatening. <laughs> no, nah, she's a friend I met over there. She was our tour guide. Okay. Okay, cool. <laughs> we'll never find out. We'll never know. Um, do, do we want to get into, like, our own personal feelings? Besides just saying, yes, they're gay, do you want to go into, like, personal stuff uh, about them? Yeah. Uh, you guys go I'm, first. Oh, I'll, yeah, I'll go first. I just want to say, uh, gay, gay, homosexual, gay, gay, gay. Homosexual. <laughs> gay, gay, homosexual, gay, gay, gay. 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 Uh, yeah. No, no, but for real. <laughs> no, but for real, I think it's... I think Bert and Ernie are really good. They're they are classic characters, mm-hmm. and I feel mm-hmm. like it would say a lot where it's like, okay, these are existing characters that everybody thinks are gay. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't hurt anybody by saying these characters are actually gay. Like, what what hurt? Where it's like, okay, you're on HBO now. You don't have to worry about any like public broadcasting money being pulled from you anymore. Yeah, you don't have to worry about that. Which you, again, there are ups and downs to being on HBO right now. Yeah, definitely. 
Yeah. But what person who, what, what homophobe is paying for like HBO with last week tonight? What? There, okay. There's Barry. There's last week tonight. There, there's so many shows with gay characters. What? Who? What? What homophobe is paying for that? And I, I could I be wrong here. I could be very wrong here. Mm-hmm. They have, they've done their market research and everything, and they're worried about like you know disgracing, disgracing Jim and Frank's wishes. But at the same time, do it. Do it. What are you afraid of? <laughs> do it, cowards. Cowards, come on. Let them kiss. <laughs> at least just, just I, I want to hear. Ernie do the, like the classic of just like honey I'm home oh my god Ernie, I'm home that's all I, mean, I want I mean that's all I want but I but I like you I will I will I take mean. the crumbs I will take gay crumbs I won't even then, take a gay Bert, cookie just give me the crumbs and then Bert can just be like Ernie <laughs> <laughs> I cannot do like good Muppet impressions because like all of them are like dudes and I just my voice is not deep enough for that and all of them are dudes yeah there's another Sesame Street song um what is it called it's not but I like you but it has like Mm -hmm. the same title hang on I'm gonna look it up you guys keep talking okay all right (laughs) so uh I I wanted to talk about uh my like experience, like my journey of my thoughts uh, of of Bert and Ernie, uh, who I have here with me in doll form. Um, they're cute. They're very cute. They're very cute. Um, they're so cute. <laughs> thank you. I didn't make them. Um, when um, I I don't well, like say younger, but when like middle school, high school, um, I had a lot of internalized homophobia. So uh, I was sort of in that camp of like, well, they can't be gay. They're, that, that can't be a thing that happens because you know, they're puppets. And, you know, that thought has changed, obviously, um, as I've gotten older. Uh, but but I, I understand that, that sort of standoffishness um, whenever I had it earlier in life. But that, most of my homophobia was just directed towards myself. I, I never sought out anyone else. The only, the only thing I sought out was myself and Ernie and Bert, who uh, now... <laughs> I think are gay and in love. And so, yeah. Your journey kind of aligns with theirs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, did you, did you did find you what to... you were looking for, Sprout? I did. I, I didn't want to interrupt. Um, oh, fine. They literally have a song called Do You Like Me? In which Er cannot go to sleep until he hears Bert say that he likes him. They're in love. Guys, that is the gayest. That's so gay. It's so gay! It's so gay. Uh, and then at the end, um, Ernie's like, oh, oh, Bert? He's like, what? what? God, what? What? <laughs> Ernie's, like, Ernie's like, I like you too, Bert. <laughs> Bert just gets all flustered and goes to sleep. Oh. It's the cutest thing that ever. is precious. That is absolutely precious. He's so much gay little puppets. 
They're so gay. I know. I know. So so they make things like that, and then they're like, no, no they can't gay. be gay. No, they can't. Be like gay. you expect us to, you expect us to hear that and be like, yeah, no, they're just friends. It's fine. Sure. That's just some buddy okay. stuff right there. Me and the boys <laughs> do that all the time. Just some no homo stuff. <laughs> um. You were talking about your experience with Bert and Ernie and being gay. Mm-hmm. Bert and Ernie were used, my mom used them to explain what a gay mar- like a gay couple was when I was a kid. Aww. So it's always just been like, oh yeah, they're a gay couple in my head growing up. That's so sweet. <laughs> so I mean, what I, that's when, a lot healthier than my version, which was watching Family Guy on Adult Swim with my brother when I was a kid. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Uh. Oh no. We got that internalized homophobia inside early on. Same. Mary and I, we, we, we high five. Homophobia. Scott had like a very healthy, loving, established way. It was explained, explained to her. And then there's yeah. us like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Gay rights. Gay rights. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Ugh. Is there anything else we want to talk about these these uh these guys? I mean, we could talk about them forever. Love wins, baby. Love I wins. I honestly could. Love wins. Baby. Love wins. Gay rights. Gay puppets should be a thing. They should. Yeah, they should be a thing. Um. Also, there's just been a lot of uh lovely uh fan art and fan animations. Uh, and I want I want to shout out Iffy. Oh yeah, me One of my favorite artists. I love it. They make everything the they stuff. draw is so cute. It's so cute and it's yes. so expressive, and it's just it's perfect. If you guys are looking own. for just like cute puppet content, just forget about all like the bad stuff going on in your life or in the world. Go look at their account and just scroll through their media section. Yeah, they just draw the cutest Bernie everything. It's yeah. I love it. Yes. Uh, we're probably forgetting tons of other fan artists, but they're, they're the ones I see the most. Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yes. You're friends probably with the podcast. Me spamming it on my timeline. Yeah. There's a lot of really <laughs> talented people that you will definitely find if you, if you search for it. It's a lot of very cute and pure mm-hmm. stuff. You will find gross stuff if you go to the wrong places, though. We can't talk about that. <laughs> I, have, I feel like it's the internet. I have to warn people. I mean, that comes with the internet. This isn't Avenue Q. Yeah, this is not Avenue Q. Avenue Q. Oh, can we talk about Peter Lin's on Avenue Q for a quick minute? Yes. Guys, guys, I found a video today of Peter Lin's performing as Nikki and If You Were Gay in Avenue Q, and it was basically his Ernie voice, and it was the greatest thing I've ever heard, and I love you, Peter Lin's. We love you, Peter Lin's. Peter, we love you. You do a great job. Mike. Thank you. My goal is to find any film of him and John Tartaglia performing together in Avenue. I don't know if it exists. I don't know if they ever did perform together. But if they did, if anyone has it, please send it to me. I want it so bad. Peter has talked about uh, performing a few times with with John on Avenue Q. So there's got to be something out there. Please, if anybody has this, I need it, please. We Give us some bootlegs, guys. We need it. I'm we begging it. you. That's all I do want. It, do it for- legally. Legally, this is a joke. Legally, this is a joke. 
but if you have any bootlegs you want to share with us as a joke as a joke it doesn't we, i know peter understudied for everybody in the cast it doesn't even did. have to be him being nikki i just see them perform together mm-hmm. i don't care what roles they're playing just please yeah i want it they're both really good people, and I love their work. They were also, like, yeah. extremely talented and cool and awesome. Yeah. Yes, yes. A lot of the, a lot of puppeteers are nowadays, which is awesome. Yeah. Which I don't know if they ever were, like, if yes. there were, like, these really toxic puppeteers in, like, the 1800s. Well, there were some toxic puppeteers in the 2000s, <laughs> but we won't get into those. Okay! Ooh. Gay rights! Gay rights! Shots, gay rights! Shots are fired! Gay so, rights! For the peop- so the people who don't know, the way in the, these in this episode and the next three episodes, the way to change topics is we're just going to say gay rights, and then we're going to change topic. So Gay rights. Gay, gay rights. <laughs> gay rights. Uh, one thing I just want to, I, I, I said this off the podcast, but I want to say it. Uh, on the podcast, I know people like to do color picking pride flags. If anyone just wants to like co- uh, color pick uh, pri- uh, the colors of the of different pride flags from Ernie and Bert, send them my way, pretty please. I, I would love to Aww. see those different uh, pride flag colors. I think you could so get really uh, a few of them. Yeah, it'd be really nice. Right. Um, do Do we want to tease next episode? Um, not yet. I think not we should yet. go into Muppet Struggles first. I th- I feel like we can tease okay. next episode mm-hmm. when we tweet the promo. Okay, got it. Got Fair it. enough. You guys just have to wait a little bit longer. A little bit longer. <laughs> All right. So, Muppet Struggles of the Week. Uh, should I go first? You go first. Do it. All right. My Muppet Struggle of the Week is that I bought, I don't know if you follow me on Twitter, but if you do, I've been talking about it. I call it the Trauma Core Gobo shirt, which is a (laughs) t-shirt Hot Topic sells that has a uh, photo of Gobo that they Photoshop, they put so many Photoshop filters on that it looks, the only way I can describe it is like an early 2000s adult contemporary album cover. Makes him look like that. Then it has lyrics to um like we're the cho- like uh children for- children of tomorrow children mm-hmm. of tomorrow on it which is a song that Gobo is not the lead for so mm. Wembley is but they have yeah. Gobo on there and I it just trauma core Gobo so I bought that <laughs> and I did my makeup all pretty wore that to the mall had a breakdown at said mall and then had the flu for three days oh no <laughs> still recovering from it so. Yeah. Maria, you want to go next? Get better. Me, okay. Mine is a it's a trip. Okay. So oh boy. I this week has not been good on my mental state. So when that happens, I do what I've always done. I read fan fiction. So I was reading a Le- Lego Batman fan fiction because <laughs> I'm depressed. Uh, and I love that. Uh, yeah, so was I was not reading, expecting that. Okay. I was reading Lego Batman fan fiction because I'm depressed. And, um, it, I also was going through, uh, Sprout gave us a, a wonderful clip package, basically, of a bunch of Ernie and Bert stuff, and I was, um, watching that a, a little bit after I was reading the fanfiction, and then I went to bed, and then I had a dream <laughs> where, uh, Bert, like, on Sesame Street, you know, on Sesame Street, they've done, like, Marvel and DC stuff before, yeah. like, parodies. I did have a dream where Bert was the Joker. 
so I love it was this. it was really weird and <laughs> I can't tell you what happens but it was uh hilarious I remember waking up I'm laughing sorry, I, I'm laughing because I'm just imagining instead of the Joker's like evil clown laugh it's just Bert's weird <laughs> yes that's what made me wake up laughing was his stupid laugh also I just want to shout out I wasn't la- uh, Maria I wasn't laughing at the fact that you were reading Lego Batman fan fiction I was just shocked because you didn't you don't seem like the type of person who reads Lego Batman fan fiction I anything that will give me comfort in these trying times I will read yeah that's fair that's fair that's fair I mean, Lego Batman is the only Batman that truly says, yes, gay rights, because all the other Batmans are just queer baiting. Fair. Adam West. Adam West, yeah, that's Adam West is camp. Adam West is camp. Adam West is camp. That's camp. That's very camp, but Lego Batman, they literally... Lego Batman, they literally, their whole plot line with uh, the Joker and Batman was, I hate you, I hate you more. Like, that's gay as hell. That's some homosexuality (laughs) right there. Love some good homosexuality in the morning. (laughs) Same. (laughs) Me when I wake up. (laughs) Okay, Sprout. Um, So, mine needs some context. Mm -hmm. Um, we use Zoom to record our podcast. <laughs> and it's the only thing I use it for. However, I had to have a uh, meeting with my school advisor because I'm in college currently. <laughs> and because she was screen sharing, I didn't see like anything. I just saw her screen. We were talking. Everything's fine. We get to the end of the meeting and she pulls down the screen. And all I see <laughs> is my... <laughs> Stupid, unfazed Big Bird profile picture <laughs> staring at my advisor. That's so funny. You told us before, and I cried laughing. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> the picture, because I was just like, oh my god. <laughs> we'll, we'll show you the picture, like, on Twitter or something. Oh, it's so funny. Oh my god. Oh god. Oh god. And I, but, like, it clicked. I was like, I've been talking to this woman for an hour, and she's just been staring at this done and big bird. Oh. <laughs> I mean, the school advisor is probably like, I've seen weirder shit. You probably, Oh, I'm yeah. sure. She, she said nothing about it. <laughs> Good for her. Good for her. You know, I was just, thank God. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Any, that was my struggle for the week. Anything else we, anyone wants to add real quick? Um, I hope you've had a great start to your Pride Month, everybody. I hope it continues to be great. I um, hope your Jim Henson June is not a is yes. not a hit. Is it puts your mood in a Jim Henson bloom? What? <laughs> I'm trying with these rhymes. <laughs> You're doing great. You're doing fantastic, Mary. Um I'm gonna, I'm gonna have the, the, you, nobody else but us three can see, but I'm gonna have the, the Ernie and Bird kiss. There you go. Oh, it's, it's canon good. now. It's canon now. Yay. Also, my video turned you purple. I know, I saw that. It was very weird. All right. They're I'm trying just... to add the purple to the rainbow color. Yeah, they're trying to add purple to the rainbow color. There we go. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> 
All right. Okay. I'm just going to do some final shout outs. I'd like to say a shout out to Airfare3 on Twitter for making our cover art and our social media header on Twitter. And I'd also like to thank Dennis at Turning to Stone on Twitter for doing the uh, scooter intro voice and the gonzo outro voice of our podcast. And you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Muppets underscore talking. And you can follow me on Twitter at the animated email. You can follow me on any so- social media at Nerdy Maria Mania. And you can follow me on Twitter at Palpoo Sprout. We hope you had a Muppetational, we hope you had a Muppetational week. We hope you enjoyed listening and we hope you have a wonderful Jim Henson June. Bye! Bye! Garrett! And for my final trick, I will make this podcast end. I'm going to need complete silence for this.